Bush and Richie here with another home time podcast for you to help yourselves to. Uh, and what an unbelievable show it's been for me in particular. I'm still just coming to terms uh, with witnessing Richie Firth's cooking, live cooking of his homemade sausage and egg McMuffin. I, I, I did count quite a few health and safety violations. Uh, and yeah, I don't know, I might have to fill in a form about it. I do remember reading actually near in our kitchen. Have you seen that there's the liability for yeah. the company that own Absolute Radio? Yeah. 30 million pounds. It's incredible. And you were cooking in that said kitchen. <laughs> Close to getting a share of that, to be honest with you. In fact, the cook is still left on. Uh, look, as you will hear in the ensuing podcast, uh, the homemade sausage and egg McMuffin that you would have heard about on yesterday's podcast, it makes a return today. And by the time you listen to this podcast, you may be able to see the video that we'll be talking about. And keep a little ear out during the show as well for the fantastic like tip recipe from Emma Jones from The Breakfast Show about how to make your own Big Mac. It's full of treats and full of gifts, this show. Have a listen. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Hometime on Absolute Radio, Bush and Richie, Tuesday night with a bit of muse and uprising. Uh, so we said this at the start of the show, tomorrow it's a big night for us here on Hometime, it's the Brit Awards. Mm. Uh, a brilliant part of the calendar, an amazing awards ceremony, everything like that as well. Uh, we have Absolute Radio's very own Pete Donaldson prowling the red carpet on our behalf. Yep. And we appreciate Pete taking his time out to do that. And it's a tough gig. He's going to be there for three hours on the red carpet. And it's not just Pete with a microphone and the stars. There's loads of other people there as well, isn't it's there? It's a gazillion other people. It's the light. It's, it's, it's all the big players, isn't it's, it? It's your... It's your BBC Breakfast. It's your Lorraine. Lorraine's, it's your One Show. Your it's GMTV. All that kind of stuff. And I feel bad that we're sending Pete out there and you you never quite know what you're going to get. And again, this is not the celebrity, the star's fault. It's just the fact that it's a volume of numbers thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So what we want to do on the show tonight is give Pete the best possible chance of luring over those big names. And we're just thinking, what if Pete was to go to the red carpet tomorrow, live on this show, armed with a carrier bag with some goodies in there, like confectionery? Think sweets. What sweet do you think the rich and famous would not be able to resist and it would lure them towards Donaldson? I don't think it's a matter of the rich and famous. I don't think it's a matter of album sales or what anyone has achieved or Brit Awards they've got in their back yeah. pocket from last year. I think for me, any person can't refuse a Percy Pig. Now, explain them. Are they, they're like little dusted things, is that right? No, 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 not dusted. I think you're, uh, you're, you may be uh, thinking of something else here. I'm oh. talking the Marks and Spencer's confectionery that is a gelatine pink pig. Are oh, those little rubber things? No, not rubber. Like, ru- they were like little rubber things. Well, I understand what you're saying. It's a gelatine-based snack. I was thinking of the what? What's the ones that taste slightly of apple and they've got like a dusting of kind of like sherbet stuff on them? Apple drops. <laughs> You can't resist apple drops. All right, what about the little little um, Coca-Cola bottles? They're good. Cola pips. Cola, is that what they're called? You know uh, all the terminology. Coca-Cola bottles, yeah, Haribo kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah, that'll lure people over. I would go, I'd go packing a bit of fudge. <laughs> it's the Devon boy again. You would, just imagine that, like Pete with a whole paper bag of fudge. High-end fudge. Are you talking Proper sort fudge. of like uh, 25p chocolate fudge, or are you talking like... Cubes of fudge, chocolatier style, uh, the best collection. Okay, from under so the you're, you're rag and bone man. You're walking down that red carpet. Everyone's yep. wanting a piece of you, but you're thinking rag and bone man is going to drift across to Absolute Radio because of the fudge. He will take one look at that, Rory. First name terms. Rory okay. will see that and be like, I'm, I'm going to go speak to Pete. Okay. So, look, we just want to get your take in on this because obviously this is going to happen tomorrow and we are going to buy him the stuff. What one confectionery item should Pete have in a carrier bag that the rich and famous will not be able to resist? 
8 12 15 and text the show. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute radio. Sounds like they're playing tennis, doesn't it, Richie? Yes. It's a quick game. At the very end, as soon as they finish, you're going to need the score, Richie. What a rally. What a rally. Deuce. This is Absolute Radio on a Tuesday night's home time with Bush and Richie. And we're talking about what we can do with Pete tomorrow on this show. So tomorrow, Pete is representing Home Time on the red carpet uh, at the uh, Brits 2019 at the O2. It's it's a bun fight trying to get people. Obviously, plenty of people walking by, plenty of people wanting to talk to people. How do we increase our chances of getting those stars drifting across to talk to Home Time? You can you can simulate this yourself in your lounge if you want. Right, stand in the centre of your lounge, get your dad to pretend to be Stormzy, get him to walk with purpose from one end of the lounge to the other. You try and get his attention. <laughs> It's really difficult. We've got to give Pete the best opportunity here by arming him with some form of confectionery that you can lure the stars with tomorrow. Just want your suggestions of a sweet that someone couldn't walk by. A lot of votes for sherbet dib-dabs. Yeah, OK. You'd have to stash that away in your pocket, though. You can't then suddenly just, you know, do it there and then, can you? He'll get tasered if he starts to try and pull one of them out. <laughs> also, the good thing about the sherbet is that at least the, the star will be stood there chatting to him. Yes. So he's got a bit longer for the interview. Good point. It's not bad. Quite a few people saying jelly babies. Uh, Kipper and all so uh, chalk saying that as well, safe bet. When I think about my two London marathons, yeah, I would I would veer from my path to get some jelly babies. Well, it could just because the energy side. Yeah, of it. yeah, yeah. Definitely. Actually, my dad's diabetic. He always carries a little bag of jelly babies yeah. on, in his pocket. At least I, that's what he's <laughs> hope he's doing. Otherwise, we need to sit down and have a family chat. Uh, producer Adam's just made a very good point about this as well. He said that he doesn't think uh, famous people are going to want to have their fingers on stuff that someone else might have touched. He's suggesting rappers. Has to have a wrapper. No, equally, they're not going to have the time to unwrap something. Exactly, good point. So, look, what can we lure them with? 8, 12, 15, we've got Blur on the way next. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, which recommended mobile provider for eight years running? Every little helps. I can't tell whether George the Chippy is being sarcastic when he recalls something from yesterday, but he's texted saying, get yourself some of Richie's homemade sausage and egg McMuffins on the go. Oh, yes. Wallop, you've bagged yourself a celebrity. Imagine they would look resplendent on a, on a tray. <laughs> they would, they would indeed. On the red carpet. Uh, some other suggestions coming in here. Aston says, guys, what about custard cream biscuits? No one can resist those. Uh, Katie Ooh. tweets, this is a great suggestion. After eight mints, only oh. half a wrapper. So obviously yeah. you take away the fat of unwrapping but they are wrapped so celebrities don't have to worry about germs and there are three mints they're posh very hard to resist those as well yeah. uh, I think we've got Adam on the line Adam is that you? yep Adam let's take you to the red carpet tomorrow night Brits Pete Donaldson what is he having? he's having cheese and pineapple on a stick <laughs> Actually, fair play to you. You're the first person that's mentioned savoury so far, yeah. which is pretty good. So what format is this going to be on, on a plate of these things or what? Yeah, I'd say like a platter. You can't walk past them, can you? You can't. You can't walk past them. Some people sometimes have them stuck in the back of a melon like a hedgehog. Ah, uh, it's the melon that I'm thinking. That's what I would have been used to as a kid. Yeah, yeah. the hedgehog of cheese and pineapple on a stick. It storms he can't walk past that, can he, mate? Absolute 
Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Still a lot of people saying uh, the old uh, Tunnock's wafers or tea cakes and that kind of stuff. Love those. Love I, those. They're, they're, they're great. You can have a mug of tea with them as well so they can dunk. Uh, they're, they're great. I just don't see them being the snack for tomorrow. They're going to melt because you can't eat it there and then. Go in the pocket of a you know beautiful suit or dress. They've got foil around them for precisely that reason. <laughs> yeah, but it's still going to melt inside, isn't it? Give me right old mess. Mike Wade says, it's got to be a deluxe plastic box of Ferrero Rocher. If it's good enough for the ambassador, it's got to be good enough for any old pop star. Good Plus, point. the box makes a great coffin for when the family hamster dies. Thanks for that. <laughs> and Rachel says, guys, why don't you tend them with a shortbread selection tin? No one wrapping something for everyone uh, and it keeps the lid for freshness. Just don't let Donaldson scoff all the fingers. Absolute Radio 50,000 Yesterday I was suggesting I would buy a very, very, very posh, high-end coffee machine if I was to win £50,000. So the tune of £5,000, I believe we priced it up as... Yes, I'd buy ten of them. I've switched... Oh, really? ...to a last-minute surprise ski trip for the family this weekend. Why skiing it's all of a half, sudden? It's half... Because it's suddenly... The weather's great, it's half-term... Uh, it's, it's it's just getting nice over here. Why are you going abroad? Because stay here. Because they've got snow there. It's the the exhilarating downhill sports. No, 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 Richie. More than ever, we need to keep holidays in this country and keep this country strong. Get yourself to a dry ski slope in Milton Keynes. <laughs> book into a travel lodge down the road and keep it in Britain. Yes, come on. You're, you're quite right. That's exactly what I should have done. Uh, we don't care how you spend the money. You can go on holiday with Richie. You can stay here in the United Kingdom. We just want one of you lot to win it. We've made Milton it as Keynes. easy. Is, have they got a dry? They s- have. Yeah, but yeah. over the Alps. Get yourself to Milton Keynes, mate. It's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant there. Uh, we've made it as easy as possible. You've just got to send a text. Get your phone out now and text the word WIN to 81215. That's it. Think about the dry skiing. 50 grand. Milton Keynes. That is a lot of goes on that dry ski slope. a lot of goes. The Absolute Radio. 50,000 pound giveaway. Takes cost £2 plus your standard network rate. Lines close Friday 1st of March at 9am. We're playing across the Absolute Radio network. You must be over 18 to play. Rules, terms and entry are at absoluteradio.co.uk. Uh, Richie just saying he would spend the money on taking his family to a skiing trip abroad. In a heartbeat, right now. Well, I was just offering a counter, trying to keep it in the United Kingdom. Get yourself a cheap hotel down the road from Milton Keynes. Go uh, on a dry ski slope. What what an amazing week you'd have. Uh, Someone says, this is Keith Bush. I'm currently in a travel lodge in Milton Keynes, just down the road from the ski slope. And let me just tell you this, the Alps are definitely better. (laughs) Fair enough, Keith. I knew I was right. Uh, now, I want to talk about the British Transport Social Police. Uh, you're probably thinking, hang on, that's the match of the day music. Match of the day. It is connected. Uh, last night on the train on the way home, uh, because the Chelsea versus Manchester United match was on BBC One, a lot of people mm. were able to uh, watch on their device uh, due to the fact it was like live on the iPlayer. Now, obviously, with the British Transport Social Police, we're not great fans of stuff being boomed out to the carriage whilst you're watching, you know, on your on your device. It's very close to getting yourself a violation there, isn't it? It is. But yesterday, the flip side of things occurred, and it struck me, we need to have some opposite award for, you know, the bad behaviour. There needs to be some commendations for good behaviour. Comment, that's what the police do, isn't it? Obviously, they crack down on stuff, but they also do give out commendations. Saw an amazing sight yesterday. Two lads, obviously, on their way home from work. They were workmates. One of them had got his work done and was watching the football game on his tablet. One of them was still finishing some work on his um, MacBook, his laptop, on his knee. Yeah. The other guy who was watching the game 
had got the device turned down so it was silent, but was very quietly providing commentary. Oh, wow. So he's, <laughs> he's watching the game, but he's like, oh, that's a good ball. Good ball in from the wing. Oh, great, Adam from Popper. He's gone straight through the keeper. <laughs> he's gone straight through the keeper. They're tuning up four half times. So the other guy can type away, get his work done on, on the way home, but yes. also get up-to-the-minute breaking information as to how that game's panning out. Exactly. His mate providing bespoke commentary for him. But also a volume level that is not in any way disrupting the rest of the carriage. Exactly, because he hadn't got the sound up on the telly and he's doing very quiet commentary himself. It was absolutely fantastic. They needed some kind of commendation. I feel like we might be handing out our very first British Transport Social Police rosette. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So a lovely thing happened to me today. A lovely thing that resulted in a bit of a confidence boost. All of us like having a confidence boost every now and then. They do, yeah. yeah. But unfortunately, my co-host and colleague here has (laughs) decided to pour scorn on what has happened. I shouldn't... Look, I shouldn't have said anything. I should have let you go on in a slightly deluded way, but I felt that it was best to tell you at source what the score was on this. Let me tell you what's happened. So I went to a a local coffee hostelry. We don't need to name it, do don't we? Don't need to name don't it. To name it's, it. it's not important as part of this story. Uh, but it's one that I've gone to quite a few times. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess you could call myself a regular. Yep. Uh, so you get to uh, recognise the staff in there. And uh, there's a lady who works as a, a barista in there who quite often serves me my cappuccino. Anyway, let's... Does cut. she know your order? Is it the, like she knows when you come in? Oh, yeah. Your order? When I come in, she'll smile. Wow. She'll look, she'll smile, and she'll go, cappuccino? And I'm like, yeah. I tell you what, in the no-eye-contact cut-and-thrust of central London, that is actually quite a big thing. If if you're listening to this up north, you probably think, isn't that how people normally behave? No, not not, down here. Not round here, mate. So to to get a gaze, to get a smile, to get remembering him, and I know his order... You're away. It's yeah, a good thing. mind blowing. So today I go in, I ask for my cappuccino, and here's what happens. She broke away from what she was actually doing, went and made the cappuccino, and as she hands it across to me and I'm getting ready to pay, she utters the words, This one's on me. Wow. <laughs> I mean, wow. A free coffee. Isn't that nice? Off a stranger. Isn't that nice? Well, Brilliant. I, I don't know what the motives are, all right? But, okay. Uh, but I've walked away feeling like king of the walk. Million dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I walk in and Bushy goes, oh, yeah, I think some of these places, they're given like a discretionary freebie a day. Do you know, I feel really bad saying this because I didn't even look up from my computer as he was telling me and I just ratted this bit of information <laughs> at you. But I do believe, I do, correct me if I'm wrong, people maybe in the coffee industry or just any form of like workplace, I think they get a free coffee per day that they're allowed to gift to a customer. So she's not kind of giving you that out of the kindness of her heart. I feel like they're encouraged to do it. Again, I feel terrible for you. I feel bad. See, I've read this. As that someone's sort of like, oh, I like him. I'll make him a cup of tea. Yeah. A cup of coffee, rather. Cappuccino. Right, just a drink. And, you know, it's a massive confidence boost to me. <laughs> You're saying this is actually some kind of thing, a recognised standard practice for the baristas of the UK. Dear listener, I believe Richie stands at quite a big emotional crossroads <laughs> right now. So, look, it's going to go one way or the other. you got any intel on this? If this is true, and I have heard this, I'm sure, that certain coffee shops or coffee places get one free drink a day they're allowed to gift... 8, 12, 15. Why all the smiles? Why I, the friendliness? I feel bad that I'm playing a love song now and it could just break everything. Let's just see what happens. <laughs> it's the Stone Roses. Absolute Radio. 
The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. The Stone Rose is finishing off a barnstorming, the Absolute Radio 90s. This is Home Time with Bush and Richie on a Tuesday night. So clear this up, what's going on? I go for my regular cappuccino today. The regular barista who serves me every day decides this one's on me, she says, and gives it to me for free. Is there some kind of spark there that obviously I'm not going to pursue, yeah. but I've taken it as a massive confidence boost? Yeah, yeah. Is there a spark or, or are you going with what Bushy says <laughs> and the baristas have some discretionary amount of free coffee they're <laughs> able to give away each day? It's just simply a voucher, mate, as far it's as I'm concerned. It's not a voucher. I've not had a coupon. It's a tax return thing, basically. You can write it off. Kirsty and Newbury says, don't listen to him, Richie. This is the guy until recently didn't know a lamb, a lamb was a baby sheep. Oh, look, if this is <laughs> Keep coming up. I've explained this, all right, and I've backed it up with facts. Get lost. This text says uh, it may be the barristers are allowed to gift one coffee each day, but if all the customers she served, she chose to give hers to Richie, and that's a good thing. I'll take that. Share the love. But if you do have some inside line on this, and you can in any way back up this theory that they're allowed this gift of a coffee, let us know. Eight twelve fifteen. We've got a brilliant track from a movie on the way next. Putting you first with award-winning customer service. Every little helps. Dear Home Time Show, I used to work in a certain coffee shop and they are allowed to gift a coffee to the ugliest customer of the day. Sorry to ruin your day, <laughs> Carl in South London. Come on, Carl, don't be tight. You're, no way, it's already well and good you saying that. Carl is being just like you. A nice thing has happened and some people in life just try and pour water on nice things that have happened. I've, I've been given a free coffee today by a barista. I took it as a, as a massive confidence boost, shall we say, but now I'm being told that this is a thing and people are allowed freebies a day. I'm getting stuck off my other half now because she's just texting me to say uh, can you tell Richie it doesn't matter that it, the coffee wasn't from the barista, barista's own pocket uh, barista sorry not barista the point is one of the hundreds of people she serves every day she's chosen you as part of her freebie allowance I'd be chuffed too and she says in fact I spent 12 months trying to be the freebie person last year I tried happy sad friendly and bad mood and it didn't work <laughs> which is unbelievable so it shows there is some kind of thing going on there yeah. behind the scenes uh, let's go to the phones and speak to someone from my hometown of Leon C and say hello to Louise. Hello. Louise, good to have you on. Uh, give us an insight then into this situation where baristas might be able to give free drinks. Is that a thing? Well, uh, exactly the same thing happened to me in that I, the first time it happened, I was so excited. I, I was telling everyone, I was like, yes, I've still got it. And then, yeah, <laughs> someone burst, <laughs> burst my bubble as well and said that, uh, no, they've got this allowance. So then I looked it up and then I realised, yeah, unfortunately, then I exactly started that thought process and thought, well, at least out of all the people they've seen, they just chose me. But then I realised that actually they've got quite a lot of allowance. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> Yeah, it's not one. It's quite a lot. So once I discovered that, then it was then my my mission to get it every time I go, and um, I've got quite a good hit rate with it now. Have you? So, so what do you go? Just, what's your yeah. tactics when you go into this coffee shop then to try and secure the coffee? Um, then just be really, really nice and just really friendly and everything. Smile. If they don't give it to you, then then I go back and choose a small value item, a chocolate or something. Wow. Return. And then go, oh, I forgot to buy this. Smiley and smiley again. And then I nearly always get that item. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie.
Uh, can we just say how overwhelmed we are by the amount of messages we've received since we talked about it last night? Uh, this pipe dream idea that we kind of <laughs> came up with on the show about doing a tour of the United Kingdom and visiting as many chip shops as we possibly can. Why would people not support such an idea? This is great in the morning. I think you can normally tell, I don't know about you, but I always find that you can tell if we've hit upon something, normally by accident, if the next morning people are still talking about yeah. it. I've had this lovely tweet in uh, from a guy called Chris in Southampton. I was talking about my favourite chippy from back in the day mm. uh, in the Torbay area was a place called the Fry and Scotsman. They did the unique chips, remember you yes, saying about that? Yep. It's kind of orange coating, mysterious powder on the chips that made them great. He says, hi guys, I used to go to the Frying Scotsman in Churston every, uh, after school every Friday at the local shops before hiring out a VHS movie from the spa. Great chips, why can't you get them anywhere else? And that is the memory and that's how powerful that whole emotion is for Chris. And I think it, it kind of proves, just in a microcosm, that I think we're onto something here, do you know what I mean? We are onto something and uh, the the thing that we did realise yesterday was that one of the things that could stop us uh, was being allowed to be away from home for a few nights to go and visit a lot of chip shops. Could it be a week's worth of kind of running around? If you're going to do, yeah. do it properly, yeah. You've got to do it properly, haven't you? Well, I was, I was stunned when I pitched it over dinner last night to actually get... A, if you want to go and do that, yeah, then go for it. Do you worry that your wife Natalie's trying to get rid of you? She's encouraging you to chat up a barrister and she takes as much time off as you want. Uh, so, yeah, I got, a, I got a green light. Yeah, Katie was... Well... Katie, we were talking about the other night, and she was... I was saying, I would think that she was saying, yes, you can go and do it in a kind of it's-never-going-to-happen way. Do you know what I mean? So, in reality, if we've been given permission, the only thing that is stopping us is actually the bean counters here at Absolute Radio. Yeah. Because, obviously, to be away for a week... <laughs> trying fish and chips around the UK to work out who does the best is going to cost a little bit of money to take this show on the road. And you can't just come up with an idea. You have to go in with a bit of a business plan. So we thought we would use you guys, if you don't mind, for some kind of uh, research so we can go back to our bosses with some kind of framework for the chip shop tour. Mm. And, and I guess the question is this, right? If we're looking at driving around for a week and visiting a load of different places, where in the United Kingdom do we need to visit if we're going to go to chippies? Now, we don't mean like specific chip shops we mean the physical area and yes, why because uh, that's that's going to dictate how much this is going to cost yeah so we can show them the mileage show them I mean we appreciate that obviously the Scots have some very specific sources they will do with their they fish do. and chips uh huh you could easily go Route 1 and go a lot of the coastal areas, but then in, in, indeed, like the Midlands specifically, you know, we'll have ways of doing it. So Yeah, come on, the Midlands, right? You must Obviously, you're not near any form of a port or whatever, but you must have your own little twist. I think if an area's got its own little twist or take mm. on fish and chips, then they're, they're, they're banging there with a chance of being on our tour, I reckon. Yes. There's us talking about the tour like it's definitely going to happen. <laughs> it's like Van Morrison booking dates in. It's still a pipe dream, it but is. I guess the pipe has been a little bit more greased in the last 24 hours. What a fantastic way to put it, Richie. What a fantastic way to put it. So come on, an area that needs to be on this list, get in touch now. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Hometime with Bush and Richie on a Tuesday night. Good to have your company. So our UK tour of different chip shops is still just a pipe dream, but we need to get back to the bosses with some kind of business plan on this. We need details. Looking at mileage... We're trying to map out an area. What area do we need to go to to sample some fish and chips? And if your local area does a bit of a different take or twist on fish and chips, we want to hear from you tonight. I'm afraid the mileage is building up already for the business plan with the first text, and you need to come to Edinburgh, try chippy brown sauce. I'm really concerned <laughs> by this sauce. What is... And bear in mind, I'll have condiments on literally anything. Chippy brown sauce. I think it's, it's very vinegary. <sighs> 
I mean, vinegar on chips isn't a bad thing, but if that's your main sauce... It always sounds like... You know sometimes if you don't shake up a sauce properly, you get that bit at the beginning? Yeah. I don't like the sound of that. Sarah Evans says the Midlands for battered orange chips, they're delicious. I'd give that a go. Uh, Plymouth, best chippies in the United Kingdom, says Graham Chapman. Hang on. (laughs) So we're trying to price this up, and the first three areas are Edinburgh, Midlands, Plymouth. It's going to get expensive, it's going to get expensive. Putting you first with award-winning customer service. Every little helps. Tuesday night, home time. Bush and Ritchie on Absolute Radio. A bit of Weezer and Buddy Holly. So we've teamed up with Fox TV to put on one of our legendary pub quizzes in a North London bar. We're really looking forward to this. Fox is the home of shows such as The Walking Dead, American Dad, The Orville and The Amazing Family Guy. And because we love Family Guy so much, we are taking over the Abbey Tavern and we are turning it into Peter Griffin's favourite drinking spot. We are turning it into The Drunken Clam. This is so cool. You can win a table for your own quiz team uh, to join us at our big family guy night at the Drunken Clam. You need to head to absoluteradio.co.uk slash win. And we can speak right now on the phone to someone who has bagged themselves a table for them and their team. Hello, John Gregson. Hello. Hey, John, where are you calling us from right now? Uh, Malaga. Check it out. (laughs) You really do want to be at our quiz. Unbelievable. What are you on the run from, John? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> How come you're in Malaga? What's going on? What's the story? Oh, I've got a week off. So oh, then out. I'm back back at the weekend, ready to do the quiz. Wow. And what, you sat next to the pool now? Describe the scene that's near you. Uh, just, I'm about five stories up, looking over. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of got it that you got a week off. I thought you were some kind of expat who thought, oh, I'll come back, I'll come back to London for this. Yeah, me too. I thought, yeah, sovereign <laughs> ring on your pinky finger, that kind of thing. Don't, don't, don't want to blow your egos up too much. <laughs> so you love a pub quiz. Do you do these often then, John? Uh, I used to do them quite often, fairly often, yeah, once a, once a week. So coming out of retirement for our pub quiz, and who are you going to bring with you? Who's going to be in your team? Uh, the missus has volunteered already, so uh, she'll have info on some of the bits that I don't know. And uh, I've got a few other people I'll drag along with me. And what about Family Guy Intel? Because obviously this is a Family Guy themed pub quiz. So where do you stand on that? Well, I've got all the seasons on DVD, so I've got a week to uh, to watch them all. And you've certainly got the time okay. on your hands as well, John. It seems. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, listen, you finish working on your town. We can't wait to see you then at the pub quiz, and you can win your quiz team a table. Head to absoluteradio.co.uk/win, and that's all thanks to Fox. Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. This is going to happen, isn't it? It could happen. At the moment, our chip shop tour of the United Kingdom is just a pipe dream. However, we feel that our chances of getting this thing going, getting it on the road quite literally, are hugely increased if we can go back to our bosses with some kind of details. And let's start with mileage. So we're asking this question of you tonight, and thank you to everyone who's got in touch so far. Uh, What areas in the United Kingdom, and we mean areas here, do we have to visit if they've got a unique twist on the normal traditional fish and chips? 
There are a lot of people who are saying we do have to go to Edinburgh, Scotland. As Derek points out here, uh, Scotland is the home of fried food after all and Fair play. you get salt and sauce. None of this salt and vinegar rubbish. We are hearing of this Scottish sauce a lot. We're going to have to give it a go. It's, it's weird, right, because I have, like I said before on the show, I'll have condiments on everything to the point where my other half, Katie, gets quite mm. annoyed with me. But there's something about this mysterious brown sauce up in Scotland that's just, it's just troubling me a bit. Do you know what I mean? Speaking of brown sauce, and let's go a touch further south, Chris Williamson with an incendiary tweet. Nowhere south of Stoke does decent gravy wow. stick to the north? That is unbelievable. See, again, go to my uh, other side of my family. Katie and her family are from Northumberland. Sitting there watching them all have gravy on their actual fish and <laughs> chips is unbelievable. But like you said earlier on, Richie, if we're going to go and experiment yes. and, and taste these things, we have yeah. to in, you know, get ourselves involved, don't we? We do. Immersion in gravy. Uh, international fish and chip tour, guys. You have to go to Australia and have flake potato cakes and steamed dim sims. What's it? Is it must be dim sum. Dim sum, yes. But still, I don't think... No offence to the Australians, I don't think they've got any kind of leverage on fish and chips. No, I don't, I don't think they have. And equally, if we go into management to try and pull this off, I think let's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mileage. let's, let's concentrate on the mileage. Uh, we're getting a lot of messages like this. You guys have to go to Whitby. It's the birthplace of fish and chips, Is I it? think. And I believe there's steam trains there as well, so Richie will be happy. Had me at trains. There you go. I'm, I'm doubting the birthplace of fish and chips, but we'll, we'll look into it. Any other suggestions? 8, 12, 15, we could go there. Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Brit Awards 2019 tomorrow night and a touch of the red carpet uh, comes to home time tomorrow evening, uh, courtesy of Pete Donaldson, who's going to be stationed down there for the home time show for Absolute Radio, jostling and bustling with the yeah. great and the good to try and get time with people heading off to the Brits. It's really tricky. I mean, he's there with the microphone with Absolute Radio written on the front. Mm. He's only got a second to grab the attention of your Stormzy's, your Foo Fighters, that kind of thing. Yes. So obviously, earlier on in the show, we were trying to come up with the, the perfect snack to help entice people over to the mm. uh, the sacred purple microphone uh, to speak to uh, home time. However, we've thought of a game for our side of things as well. Yeah, we're going to try and spice it up a little bit tomorrow. It'd be brilliant to have Pete on the red carpet, but we thought you guys would want to play along with this as well. Uh, Richie and I tonight, and you'll have this by tomorrow, so you'll be ready to go, are going to put together a little card that you can play along with called Brits Bingo. Brits Bingo, bring your own dabber, and then what you have to do is uh, mark off the artist that Pete actually does entice over yep. and speak to live on the Home Time Show from the red carpet. Because he'll record a load of stuff as well, so we might say when you speak to Pete once or twice, Twice, but you mm. might get to speak to seven or eight people over the course exactly. of the three hours. Yeah. But could you get a full house? Could you get a line? Are there, are there any other combinations in uh, in bingo? Uh, full house. Uh, you've got full house, which is everything. That's, he's never going to do that. No offence to Pete. I can't see it, but it might. You never know. Uh, then you get the line. Uh, you do diagonal, or is that still a line? I, th- I don't think you... I've never heard anyone shout out diagonal. <laughs> diagonal! <laughs> Let's see what happens tomorrow, but we're going to put this thing online so you can print out your own sheet and play along. Brits Bingo, and it's happening tomorrow. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, putting you first. With award-winning customer service. Every little helps. Let me tell you something. Whilst you've just heard Billy Idol... And Blink-182, something's been afoot here. 
something's been going on you don't know about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some extracurricular activity. You remember yesterday when there was a lot of chat uh, about the sausage and egg McMuffin that I made and recreated myself over the weekend <laughs> uh-huh. uh, because I couldn't be bothered to uh, get out uh, on the weekend in time to get to a McDonald's by 11 o'clock and I wanted one. Yeah. Uh, do you remember McDonald's were even moved to make a, a an official statement on it as well? Yeah, they distanced themselves from it with an official statement. <laughs> <laughs> they did. A lot of people getting in touch. A lot of people uh, showing the uh, the cooker likes that they do at home. Yeah, there was a lot of heat on it. So I've just made for you guys a sixty second demonstration video of how to make your own sausage and egg McMuffin. Don't have to thank me for it right now. It's going to be on the show. It's going to be out tomorrow. tomorrow yeah. On tomorrow, tomorrow's show, I witnessed just a couple of minutes of it, and you broke about seven or eight health and safety regulations. <laughs> but that's that's a conversation for another time. But I tell you what, it's an honour to have on the phone uh, someone, uh, the lovely Emma Jones from the Daybury Breakfast Show, who uh, has had a foray into the food tribute market herself. Mm. Hi, Emma. How you doing? Hello. Hey there, Emma. Uh, one of the things that I always used to love uh, when I shared early mornings with you was talking about food. We're both big foodies. I know, I miss that. And I was delighted to see that uh, you, like myself, try and recreate items off the McDonald's menu. Yes. Okay, so just give everyone a little explanation of what it is you made. You sent, you tweeted a lovely picture of it yesterday. Well, what, what was it? It was the first um, attempt at making a homemade Big Mac. Now, me and my husband are both big fans of McDonald's. Um, so we thought we'll get all the stuff in and try and make it at home. And it was it was a success. Um, but Glenn Moore off The Breakfast Show told me this morning, no offence, but it looks like something your mum would make. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I guess the thing that intrigued me the most is obviously with the Big Mac, you've got a, uh, a supplementary middle layer of bun. Yes. So how are you... How are you doing that? Where are you finding, like, um, a, a nice, voluminous bap? Yeah, well, I thought that would be our biggest challenge, to be honest. But actually, surprisingly easy to cut a bap into three. We just bought your standard sesame seed buns, wow. quite girthy ones. Yep. Um, and, yeah, just just cut them into three pieces. It's surprisingly easy. And toasting, that's the key. Toasting, and that's a good tip. We had a few listeners on yesterday who tried, like you, with prototypes of Big Macs, and it hadn't quite worked out for them. What about the sauce? How are you making that? Yeah, again, because that's a crucial part of the Big Mac, isn't it? And I thought it was this big secret recipe that was copyrighted, but actually, a well-known supermarket brand has a very good copy, and that was Tesco. Really? Well, I never. Wow, what an inside that Tesco's is. Tesco's own brand burger sauce. There you go, I'm letting all my secrets out. Finally, a selfish <laughs> question, just because your opinion matters to me, it always has done, it still does. What did you make of the image of my homemade sausage and egg McMuffin? Uh, three out of ten. There you go, quite brutal to the end. <laughs> she ain't changed. Uh, Emma... It was, it was messy. I hope it tasted better than it looked. Oh! <laughs> and people always think it's rock and roll lifestyle uh, on radio, particularly if you work on The Breakfast Show. Where are you calling us from right now, Emma? I'm in Ikea, and I've just had my ten meatballs and mash. Good girl, living the dream. <laughs> the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. So, as we speak, at the very end of this podcast, uh, Richie and I are on the third floor, and on the sixth floor, 
We're not 100% sure whether Richie has turned off the portable oven plate thing that he cooked the burgers on. <laughs> it was a bit smoky, wasn't it? A bit smoky, and bearing in mind, this kitchenette, which they've spent quite a bit of money on, is right next door to the, the guy that runs the entire company that we work for, yeah. Steve Parkinson. So yeah. I don't know how this is going to pan out, Richie, in terms of... Uh, Health and safety, and we haven't heard anything go off yet. There's been no fire alarm, to be no, fair. No, there hasn't. No. If that is the basis of us feeling relaxed walking out the door, then <laughs> absolutely fine. Don't nothing to worry about at all. Bill Bailey, play us out. It's the podcast has officially come to an end.